We're doing this uh, from back home in Mississippi, uh, Devin Murray over there in Denver, and we are very happy to be joining you after an Ole Miss win. So, Devin, how are you doing this week? Guys, plot twist, guess who's actually right down the hallway in the guest bedroom? Oh, oh man. No, just He's nope. out of here. In my room. In it's okay. That would have been cool, though. That would have been awesome. Kind of um, like us beating LSU. A menage a yeah. pod. I'm doing really well. So this weekend, I had some great whiskey, not bourbon. Uh, we beat the crap out of LSU. I went snowboarding for the first time this year, and it's mm-hmm. November, and there was just powder stashes just everywhere. fresh pow, brah. Like knee-high fresh pow-pow. Just Re- got in my new snowboard pants. Getting just free sh- refills, brah. Brah. Getting gnarly, brah. Just shredding. Just shredding. My roommate, one of my roommates, is awesome. He can do, like, backflips and backside rodeos and 900s and stuff, and he is just incredible. No, he can't, Devin. Don't lie. Yes, he can. What is he in the X Games? Is this the same guy that's punching the speed bag downstairs? No. My, I have many roommates that do <clears throat> many, many different things. Yeah, if, Devin, you know if, if, you, if we notice a backbeat during this pod, it's not me or Jordan laying down a big fat beat for us to rap to it's uh devin's roommate uh in the garage i'm guessing yeah hey big shout omb the other mother brothers hey man we've gotten a lot better you should listen to some of the newer stuff it's a lot more adult content now the last song that you guys wrote was really really good and if you weren't my friends you'd have been like that's some cool shit dude whatever that chorus was like it's a hot it's a hot hook it was a banger such a hot hook just bangers how are you guys doing hanging out oh good good good. we we had a little bit of a debacle (laughs) yeah what happened why was there so tommy pulled up at my house and as soon as he gets out he goes oh fuck i I don't have headphones so then we're like i'm like oh i got some headphones and he says yeah but what are we gonna do we don't have a splitter so we Mm -hmm. go to get a splitter well there's no radio shack in there so we don't. There's no Radio Shack in Hernando. So we I go. Just matter. We go. God dang it, Devin. We I go. Mean, just we go over there by like Steak Escape, thinking uh-huh. there might be a Radio Shack in there. No Radio Shack. So we're like, oh, it'll have to be. be one at Walmart. So we go to Walmart and look around for like seriously 15 minutes and That's don't find one splitter. And finally, but now, but now, in fairness, we did not ask anybody where this was. No, because that because was not we're mentioned. That's not an option. We were just going to find it. stubborn bastards. Right. We so were just we find finally it. go over, and the only splitter in the entire store is part of a package deal that's like an 18-foot adapter. <laughs> this is not a joke. On, on this a is court. an 18-foot. Read the we're package. Now, we're now holding this up to the camera. Extends the length and flexibility of your yeah. what? 18-foot uh, 18, 18 universal audio extension kit, coiled audio cable. Yeah, not even normal audio cable, a coiled one. So it's yep. stretchy and just Jimmy Hendrix pulling. special. Yeah, right. 
Hey, yeah. can you guys do something about your light? I can't really see you. You don't need to backlight. We're just talking Ole Miss sports, Devin. Yeah, this is going to be like a Dateline NBC interview for you, Devin. <laughs> We're going to go. This is going to be backlit. You look let's, like you're making a hostage video. Let's talk. Let's like. talk LSU game. I want to talk about it. First things first. I'm going to just shut up because I was completely wrong. I assumed that LSU would come in and kind of physically dominate the game. Honestly, I didn't see a lot of fight out of the Ole Miss team coming into it. And that was wrong because clearly the emotions of senior day and everybody really helped the team. And it looked like they came out and played some inspired football because they really took control of the game early on. And that was pretty much it. It was really never a threat, honestly. There was not one point in that game where I went, oh, no, here it comes. Not one time. And that always happens in an Ole Miss game. And that never really happened in that game that I can remember mm-hmm. because we just kind of jumped up on them, and, and that was really the end of it. Kind of bottled Fournette up. Just know? like I just, said. I mean, to an extent, we bottled God, I love being He right. did have a 70-yard oh, yeah. run I, I called told, back. I told Tommy, that first play hey, from scrimmage, hey, tall sweep for 70 though. yards. I know the it was. The only reason that he ran for 70 yards was because of that hole. I, I know, uh, but as soon as it happened in person, I was just like, damn it. He's about to get <laughs> I, no, I thought the same thing. Like, I, there, I there's a third of it. Like, right there. It's right there. <laughs> just go ahead and delete that part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah right. But no. Uh, so, I mean, I, just all credit goes to Ole Miss right there. Great game plan coming in, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, knew exactly what they wanted to do, what they wanted to uh, exploit. Great defensive game plan. That we have not been able to say a whole heck of a lot. Um, but... You know, Jordan and I were talking about this, and we're going to get into it. This actually wound up what I thought was going to be a terrible matchup for Ole Miss because we are a smaller defense. But really, it looks like our weakness on defense is clearly the secondary. That's clearly where it is. And this was a bad matchup for LSU. This was a bad matchup for their offense because we were able to stop the run for the most part. And our secondary really didn't get exposed because... They had really no solid quarterback play the entire game. So I think this is a bad matchup for them. This is a really good matchup for Ole Miss. And they exploited it. So all credit to Ole Miss. I'm pumped. That's great. It's awesome. We can talk about all the other ramifications of why this should have been way more important than it was. But any year that you beat LSU, that's a good year for Ole Miss football. So I'm happy. Let's just leave it there. Let's talk about the game. We'll talk about the other context here in a little bit. Go, Devin. I would like to know what my prediction was last week because it was really close to 38-17. Whatever it was that I said, I said that I thought that the Rebs were going to jump out early and roll. Uh, I will say that there was that one moment where I went, this is not happening again. And that was whenever Jalen Walton fumbled his second straight kickoff. Yeah. Fumbled one at the end of the first half. Was lucky enough to get it back. And then... (laughs) He does it again at, at the second half right after they had just scored or kicked a field goal, and it got to 24-17. And I had that moment, but the only thing that kept me grounded was Swag's about to get back out there. Yep. And when Swag's on the field, I feel really good. So as long as we don't fumble this kickoff, we're probably going to go back up 14. And that's exactly what we did. Chad Kelly is an incredible football player, and if he stays next year, he's going to be a Heisman candidate. He's that good. Woo! Sizzling hot take. Oh, man, he is so good. If, he, if he's got the people around him. Uh, the offense looked great for the most, for the most part. Uh, 
I saw a stat today that was talking that showed what we've been in rushing since um, Laramie Tunsil's gotten back in the nation or in the conference, and we're like top three in everything. And so he's really given that offensive boost and given Chad Kelly a lot of confidence back there. And Laquan Treadwell, once again, is just a man amongst children. Just absolutely dominated it. Everyone thought that there was going to be an offensive player who looked like a man against boys, and they thought it was going to be Leonard Fournette and ended up being Laquan Treadwell. Well, now let's hold on a minute. All right. I get that I lost a bet. I get that Leonard Fournette did not have 150 yards rushing. I get that. Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette still had a very good game. Leonard Fournette still had like over 150 all-purpose yards against Ole Miss, and he caught the ball out of the backfield pretty dang well. And really, he was probably one of their best receiving targets, honest to God. So let's not act like Leonard Fournette just sucked. Like, oh, well, like Leonard Fournette sucked. stinks. And, oh, we, we shut down Leonard Fournette. Nah, nah, kind of, but, but not really. But we really did take it to him physically. Like yes. We, we were up for the challenge. We put some hard hits on him. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't back away from it. And, and the no. thing that I liked is we wrapped him up. We oh, wrapped yeah. him up. Even if, it was, even if it was low and it was a size disadvantage, that was just like hang on for dear life. Uh, there, were, that, there were two in particular that I can think of. One was obviously the one where Christian Russell and Trey Elston just like body slammed him together. Oh, that was awesome. And then I think it was right after that he had gotten frustrated and was like, all right, I'm about to take it to him. And it was it was either a sweep or like a stretch handoff where he was trying to get to the corner and Marquise Haynes just hawked him down. And oh, I think at that point at that point he was just done. I mean, he's like just got really frustrated. When he was sitting over there on the sidelines in the fourth quarter, he was fuming. Yeah, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. That blitz that uh, Mike Hilton did off the corner. Oh yeah, another another one ridiculous. That was a perfectly timed blitz. That blitz was so good, I backed it up and showed my roommates because they weren't watching. I was like, "Look how well they timed that. It was great." And I mean, just upends him five yards back in the backfield. So good. The defense looked like they wanted to be there. Can we just take a second? Can Mm -hmm. we just take a second? I wish okay. we I wish we had like high dollar production. Well, this wouldn't be high dollar. This would just be you doing some extra work. But right now, yeah, that ain't happening. Right now, we could just like piece in me last week talking about my prediction for this game and see how close it matched up. I want both of y'all to apologize to me. Why? What am I apologizing? What did for? you did you get it exactly right or something? Not, I just said not, I just said that Ole Miss was gonna roll. No, but y'all both said y'all both said that our defense was small and that we weren't going to do anything and that he was going to run all over us. And I said that our defense this year is better suited to the run, which is the opposite of last year. And that's exactly what happened. It is exactly what happened. I paid yeah. you money based on this. You have my money now. It's not also. It's I not said that at the, the beginning, money. and then at the end, I said I think that they're going to step up and play well, and they did. So I'm, I'm not going to apologize to you. You were right. So you're a flip flopper. You are no. a flip flopper. No, I said that this defense has no, you're looked a small all year, and they have. That's a fact. Well, they can't just like look bigger. I mean, they're they're only yeah, they're they like still, a certain they, size. They still. Look I mean, they could small, like work out more. Not, I guess. No, they just they got a good look, pump for Mike this Hilton, game. Mike Hilton's small. They did some some some. Curls. Real quick they got curls. some curls and push-ups before they went 15s. out. Yeah, with some 15s or 20s. We got a fat pump going right now, hey, bro. Hey, while we're already fighting, Jordan, Jordan let's jo- fight. Who's Jordan? Yeah, wait a second. Jordan. <laughs> All right, let's, come on with it, Devin. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute here. Look, 
I, I don't want to interrupt the oh, that's right. we were the main the main the event that is about to happen here. But let's let's continue to talk about the game for a second okay. here yeah, okay. let's do that. before we get into the big fight that's going to happen afterwards. Um, let's talk about a couple other things that I really liked. Uh, Evan Ingram getting him more involved. He was actually Ooh. the leading receiver on the team. Ooh, I know. And I know what Devin's about to say. I like that. I know what Devin's I like about that. to say. You get a guy that's a preseason All American tight end, and it feels like it. For large chunks of the year, the guy has been invisible. And I like seeing him catch passes. I think he is a great underneath option for the offense. Why has he not been more involved? There you go. He got a touchdown. He led your team in receiving. Oh, that touch. This is what, Devin, please talk about it. Wait, how did what it look? supposed to be talking about? How did it look on TV? I know you and Tommy weren't there. No. But it, from the stands, how good was that play call, the throwback to Evan? Oh, that touchdown. Was that not the best play call you've ever seen? That was great. And And that was Hugh Freeze, too. That wasn't even Dan Werner. That play call, I I really want to hope that they called it once they saw the defense. Because if, like, they knew that that's what was going to happen, where it was going to clear out on that left side and they were... They were going to bite on that. I mean, they sealed it off perfectly. As soon as they threw it back, I was expecting Evan to throw it again because I know he. That's what we do. Didn't we run the quad pass like second play? Yeah, and it was no second play of the game. Where it was like second play of a big drive. Yeah, no, it was the first play. It was on first down, and I was like, we fucking wasted that down. Like, yeah, so frustrating. But I was expecting Evan to throw it again, and then I saw them seal off the edge, and I was like, oh. And he was what at the thirty-five. When he was at the thirty-five, I was like, "Well, that's a touchdown. He's going to he's going to maneuver his way in there." Yeah, it and it was beautiful. Call. I mean, like he never had to check up. He just kind of like weaved his way, yeah. Deion Sanders style through there. Yeah, they were when oh, you get, it was so when you good get to chase an Evan Ingram. That's probably not where you want. Dude, he's got some side. long strides too. He's quick, man. But yeah, Hugh Hugh was pretty quick to pat himself on the back about that one in the. Uh, in his post game press he, conference, he was I always. He's he always. Oh, they, they were asking. I think back. he either brought it up to begin with, or somebody asked him about it, at like how that play was set up or whatever. Oh yeah, that was mine. He goes, he, I I actually called that one, uh, <laughs> but he was saying basically one of those things where if it doesn't work, you look like a goat, and if it does work, then you look like a genius. And he sure as hell looked like a genius because, I mean, I'm sitting there in the stands, just turning around, everybody arms fully extended, like, what about that play call? <laughs> What about that play call? Today is the day Hugh Freeze is made. Man, it was, it was, that was a gr- so good. That was awesome. That so was so good. much fun. And uh, Chad Kelly's run into the end zone where he gets I, upended. I, no, I was oh. about to say the same thing. That was that was so freaking awesome to watch on TV. They could not have they could not have showed that enough times. You know what though, Dev? When you said you had the the moment when you're saying this can't be what's about to happen. That's when I had the, the way, moment. The way home factor. Because it was 20, I, I want to, I might be wrong on this, but I think it was 24-17, and he scored that to go up 31-17. And when, yeah, yeah. But when he third, scored, third quarter. It when he scored, quarter. it looked like he fumbled it out of the back of the end zone, which oh, would have been a, that. which would have been a safety or a touchback. I, or, I mean, uh, and I'm thinking we just drove it all the way down the field and then just gave them the ball back. Yeah. So and they they then they were gonna and they couldn't get the snap off quick enough, and then which I actually worked out in our favor because they ended up overturning it for the positive. But I was thinking they're about to come in here and tell us he just fumbled it, and well, see on TV they never addressed that. 
they knew they knew that they were going to review it for the touchdown. But when they showed the full replay, I was like, oh, he lost the ball while he's still in the air. Yeah. He seriously broke the plane by probably two inches before that ball starts to come loose. Yeah. It was super, super close. And I thought the same thing. I was like, this did not just happen. That's what I thought happened. 24-19. Yeah. And I don't even know if the refs looked for it. The announcers didn't address it at all. They never mentioned it and so i was just kind of say- i didn't even say it out loud in front of my roommates because <laughs> your husband like, maybe maybe the like, refs like, wouldn't feel your telepathy I hope, nobody, I hope nobody hears me <laughs> <laughs> i mean look this let's just face facts here that looked way too awesome to not be a touchdown like that had to be a touchdown you can't do something that sweet they're like well be theoretically he fumbled it but that was badass so so we're just gonna give we're it to him keep it. you know what well done <laughs> no well i done. think he got in i think he was in no he did he did close. Okay, we got to talk about a couple other things here real quick before we get on to the main event. All right. Um, How good Marquise Haynes talk, is? Talk, oh. talk about a couple things here. Um, speaking of things that look sweet, how about us just suplexing an LSU guy in the end zone uh, when he went up for that oh, catch? Oh, yes. Awesome. That was that looked that, so painful. That looked really, really nasty. Dudes, I think that was Trey Elston. That was Trey Elston back there, right? Uh, Ken Webster. Okay, yeah. so he, la- he la- practically lands on his shoulder. And then, in, his knees practical... hit, and then his knees hit the ground around his head. No, but like... I'm talking about, like, literally, he jumps up for the ball, and he's kind of, he's, like, on his back, but it's just perfect suplex position. And it, it just, on TV, it legitimately looked like he just went and pushed him up a little further and then dropped yeah. him. He <laughs> did. You were like, oh, he, man. He tossed him. <laughs> like, he holds him for a second, and you can see him be like, oh, well, he didn't catch it. And he just goes, bye. Just, you box him. <laughs> And then you ship him. And uh, he hit the ground so hard that he hurt his hamstring. That's how far his he leg went over like, his, his shoulder. His, his, his knees screen. hit the ground around his like on either side of oh his my. head. It, it looked so painful, and it was so funny. And I'm sure that it hurt so bad. Oh, what about no, the, what about the Malachi him. Dupree hit? Oh, he I, thought, I thought he was dead. I'm not even, like, no, I'm no, not trying to be funny one. right now. Like, he did not move, and I'm on the opposite side of the. I'm on the stands on the opposite side of the field, and that hit was 50. so loud. And I mean, he didn't move for like a good thirty, forty seconds. Yeah, it was a big hit. So if you hear the LSU fans, which they are, chirping about the refs in the game, what is your response to that? Uh, shut the here. fuck up. They Wait, got a se- they got a seventy here. yard. Got they, got a, they got a seventy yard touchdown call back. On a hold that was we a got, hold. We got kind of a, a very iffy pass interference call that went in our favor in the end zone there. That was early on for us to wind up. We wind up punching it in for a touchdown on like a third and goal, and they called a pass that, interference. I thought that was pass interference. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was a 50-50 call at best. You know, you can talk about some other things, a couple other holds. that got called in the game. I've seen All I'm saying is I've seen on Twitter where it looks like the LSU people are going, well, can't play eight. Oh well, what what's new? <laughs> you mean twelve? Sorry, or sixteen or how? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there's a lot of officials. More, 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 than, more than eleven. Look, here, here's or, the thing: it's just because they don't want to lose to Ole Miss. You lost by three touchdowns. What are you talking about? Like it wasn't a close game. The only reason that it was even close was you fumbled going into the end zone. Our guy doesn't fall on it. You recover. Oh my and god, then, that was such bullshit. that was another way on factor and, right there. That really was. And we fumbled a kickoff. Like it wasn't. And then we just put you away. If it was the ref's fault, you can come talk to me about the refs when it's le- seven points or less. Get. I mean, wait. That's the just, only time that you can talk about refs. 
I mean, if you're saying that's why you so lost. if you if you overcome it and you keep it close, but still lose, then you can talk about the refs. But well, if you I just start the refs, losing by more, the then you can't talk about it. I don't think the refs are giving somebody 21 points. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that it's tw- now the li- the line was only six and a half. It did get up to six and a half. Six and a half wow. is what the line you know, was. That's why Vegas is Vegas. That's all I know. Yeah. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't. There's have done no it. way in a million million years that I would have taken Ole Miss by six and a half in that game. Hey, I said Rebs were going to roll, but I ain't putting money on it. Yeah. So how confident were you in that? <laughs> no. I, I mean, I was confident enough to say it. I was going on record, <laughs> but I'm not putting any money on it. Yeah. Well, you say my, you say a lot of shit. Money's worth a lot more than my reputation. You say a lot of shit. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Jordan, I believe you have something you want to say. All right. So Devin today is... Don't don't say my name like that. Like what? Like Devin. Devin, Devin, idiot. The number of things that you have said in the last five days via Twitter... We're both copping a bit of a toot over here. Right? Oh wow, we're gonna fight. Too. So we're gonna go ahead. And so just let we've Jordan already addressed. Man, first. We've already addressed that Devin is the Danny Cannell of this <laughs> podcast. He just likes oh, to say things, even if he knows that they're the they're the wrong opinion. The Skip Bayless effect, just to get people to talk about it. So today we have a a group text amongst some high school friends, and he he's seriously thinks that. If we would have beaten Arkansas, which is a moot point at this point, but if we would have beaten Arkansas with everything that we know now that that the college football playoff committee would take a two-loss Ole Miss team over a one-loss Alabama team. Yep. So let me get this straight. You have the <laughs> Ole Miss team uh-huh. who one of their losses is to a three-loss Memphis team that's in the AAC. A Memphis yep. team that just got blown out by, by Temple. Temple. Yep. And you're taking a Bama team uh-huh. over a Bama team that has one loss, one of which is to the team that you're talking about uh-huh. by six points where they turned it over five times. Right. Explain your explain yourself. Well, I don't understand what I have to explain. How I don't, I, that that's it. How, how would they possibly take Ole Miss? What are you talking about? Okay, so we're assuming that we beat. We're saying that it might not even for, come down to us hold, in Alabama. Like, hold on, there well, are other teams. But look around the country; everybody's losing, man. Clemson's undefeated. What is everybody? No, there's okay. not everybody losing. Okay, Clemson's undefeated. So we've got Clemson, Iowa. Alabama, Iowa, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Michigan State. State. Yeah. So that's a lot. You're saying, you're saying that they're going to take one of the, well, they've still got more games to play, and they've got conference championships and everything to play. So you're saying that they would not take Ole Miss off of it and say, okay, you're not going to take a team that has three first-round draft picks on it. That's for sure. It's got nothing to do with the I ranking. Can't no, imagine no, no. that that. No, 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 because this isn't, this isn't computers anymore. This is them going, okay, who's the best team? And you're going you're gonna to pass that team up who beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, beat LSU, Mississippi State, Auburn, who was picked to win the SEC West, but like, what? But didn't but sucks. and they were terrible. But sucks. Okay, okay, they lost to Florida, who had their quarterback suspended for the entire fucking oh year. Oh my god! Florida, I'm just we're saying, not even getting Florida, back into who that. won and the this, SEC and East and had one loss on the road in Death Valley by seven points when they just lost their quarterback and they only lost by seven. That's their okay. only loss. 
Okay, but you're saying that we go and we beat Florida in the SEC championship game, so we avenge that loss, and then you look at the Memphis game and you go, well, they were out the best player on offense and the best player on defense and blah, 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 blah. Like, you can sell me on one bad loss. If we beat Arkansas and we go undefeated and we win the SEC championship game and we go back and we beat Florida and you look at our last seven but no, weeks. Whoa, no, 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 that's not what you're, you're not, def- wait, so now we're beating Florida too? Because what you were saying is that we, we still have two losses. Which what I'm telling you is there's no He's way we in the Earth in the in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm saying we went out obviously. Okay, so you went third. out. We win the SEC now. Yeah, if we went out. So there's Alabama just... sitting there that's mm-hmm. eleven and one. Yeah, their only losses to us, and right? they've beaten all those other teams. And we are that you're we are now about. we are now eleven and two, and we're the SEC champ. They but you're gonna they beat gonna LSU. A... They beat Mississippi State. They beat... you're gonna take a team that lost at home over another team that that beat them. They like, lost I, by six at home I, in a that, game where they turned it over five it, times. It was we, a twenty-one we, point we, game in the fourth quarter. We lost. We close. lost by twenty-eight at Florida and by eleven at. at hold, hold, on, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! At Memphis. Yeah. Okay. Memphis, you're giving me one bad Devin, loss. I'm saying that they. I'm saying that they would take us take us over them. I don't see why that's such a ridiculous statement. This is that anti-old. Oh well, we can't have anything, and everybody's always out to get us bullshit. No, dude, it has nothing to do up. with that. No, dude. If yes, Memphis, it does. If Memphis why only would they had one loss? If Memphis had one loss, if Memphis had one loss right here, Devin, I could I could honestly step to your argument. I really could. Step Memphis, to me, Tommy. Memphis has three, three losses, bro. I wish you would. They're going to finish like fourth in the American Conference, and you lost to them on a neutral field, practically. So that's not that's not a good look. I just I don't. don't I just don't agree SEC with your champion. argument. You have okay. You you already have one. You already have one undefeated team, so that rules out that spot. So you have three left. Okay. So, so more, more likely than not. One of the Big Twelve or Big Ten teams or Notre Dame's going to go. More than likely, one, of, one of the Big Twelve go. teams is going to go. They're not going to get left out two years in a row. Maybe Stanford, and then it comes no to one, Stanford's no one from not the Pac Twelve is making it. Then Stanford's it, nine and two. What are you talking about? Big Ten teams. Get then it comes down to you and Alabama, and you're yep. telling me Alabama hasn't lost since September. Okay. And Ole Miss has lost twice, and you're going to take mm-hmm. Alabama. Yeah, I mean, you're well, going to take Ohio Ole Miss. State lost to Virginia Tech at the beginning of last year, and they still got in. You have one bad loss. Why yeah, can't... which validates the argument that I just made, you idiot. Here's, here's the that's thing. What, that's, the argument, that's the argument I just presented. You're going to punish Bama for losing in September. No, I'm going to reward Ole Miss for beating Alabama in Tuscaloosa. I don't see why that's such a crime. They had two losses in October, Devin. I... Dude, I don't care. Get out of here. I when we, lo- when we, lose, when we lose to a three-loss Memphis team, you're you done. You can't even see my side. Like, you can't even go, you're okay, done. well, yeah. The, that's a no-brainer for no, you. No, here's the thing. Hey, hey, Ole Miss would be in a New Year's Six Bowl. There's no doubt about that. No, no, no. I don't give a shit about a New Year's Six Bowl. We've been there, done that, and didn't show up. I'm saying, why is it... If you're in the committee and they're like, hey, Ole Miss or Alabama, and you go, yeah, Alabama, no, we're not even going to talk about it. All I would have to say is that Alabama has one blemish, and it was in it was the third game of the season when they didn't even know who their quarterback was, and they haven't lost since, and have looked pretty damn convincing in every every game since. And Ole Miss has lost twice. I, I still think that there's an argument to be made. So for you to jump down my throat, I think you're an asshole. Hey, 
Well, I already thought you were an asshole, so where, where does that <laughs> leave us? I tell you what, you go on Pod of the South's uh, Twitter account and set up one of those little polls and see what our listeners like to think. Here, here's okay. the, here's the fact of the matter. Do it. We've got three losses. Yeah, it doesn't even matter anyway. This is a, fa- this yeah, is a fact that's of the matter what, now. <laughs> you guys, you even said you were like, Devin, you're so delusional. I was like, how am I delusional about a hypothetical? If I said this happened and we won out in convincing fashion. Now, I, the yeah. one thing that I will say about Devin's argument here is you got to think as a committee, they would at least talk about it. Of course they would, because they're going to sit there and go, well, yeah, they're 11 and one, but this other team is technically the SEC champion. And, and beat them. and beat the other team, even though At they do home. they do have way worse losses. So all I'm At saying home. is that they would talk about it. But I also still think that they would probably pick Bama, which would be weird. That would just be like nightmare scenario. And actually, like I don't think they'd pick either one of them. I think they would just leave the SEC out of it. They wouldn't do that because then they have to pick Notre Dame. Yeah. We oh, d- duh! They're picking Notre Dame. That's happening. No, no, they ain't. That's happening. You want to go double hey, or nothing I- on your dollar bet, whether they pick Notre Dame or not? No, I'm tired of betting with you. It's a dollar. Got, I just bet you twenty. Already, I had to buy him Taco Bell and give him twelve dollars. I'm not betting anything on a committee. I'll, I'll give you three to one odds. Rice on it. If Condoleezza Rice is on it, I don't want anything to do with Condolingus it. Rice. <laughs> hey, uh, so we have one review, by the way. All right. Also, hey, big shout, listeners. Is it your brother? Thanks. Yeah, it's my brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we said that we would read the best one, and this is the only one, unless someone's. Uh, you know, is someone doing hey, it right now? Hey, here's something cool, Tommy. If you search the pod of the South, we are the first one that shows up. How so. about that? What How is, about that? What does that mean? It means we're the, on the, we're the best on pod the grind, of the South. If you put in the Grind podcast on our old podcast, we were like 20th down the line. There were ones that didn't even have Grind in the name and we didn't even show Yeah, up. which I never understood that. So uh, we got five-star review from my brother, Jeremy says, uh, solid pun and quality content. Don't miss this podcast if you are an Ole Miss sports sports fan. The three guys have good chemistry and know a ton about Ole Miss sports. Thanks, Jeremy. I wouldn't know uh, that for. We're just some guys, but we have a good time. We do enjoy it. Yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. There so, you go, uh, man. Follow us, follow us and subscribe to us and leave us a review. Uh, we'd appreciate it. So back to very, the depressing reality of Ole Miss sports, which is that we, in a season where we beat Alabama, LSU, and Auburn, have three losses. Three losses. Yep. And we have beaten LSU, Alabama, and Auburn in the same year. Somebody said this on Red Cup today, and they were like, if I told you that in September... You would have thought I was crazy. And then I was like, I laughed. And then I was like, but no, I wouldn't. I would have just said, that seems completely reasonable. I've been an Ole Miss fan long enough to know that seems completely reasonable. In, in a season I where we, we, we beat Texas A&M, <laughs> Alabama, Auburn, and LSU, we have three losses heading into the state game. Yeah, and all I'm going to say to you is, if you're telling me that before the season, I'm going to go, well, there are eight other games for us to just completely screw this thing up. And so, yeah, that, I you could tell me it was anybody but the first two teams, and I'd go, yep, that sounds about right. Hell, we might beat Texas A&M, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, and end up with four losses. Yeah, that could very easily <laughs> happen. We'll talk about that more in a second. I want to talk... A little bit more about the LSU game, just in, con- hey, in context. Winning record in the in the SEC this year. Good job, Hugh Freeze. Yeah, big shout. Well, I picked LSU to win the SEC, so that was dumb. So, whoops. 
Um, forgot that you have this. You have to have probably a position. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's called a quarterback. Uh, he throws the ball and where other people can catch it. Hmm. Uh-huh. And if you can do that a little bit, that generally helps your offense. Hmm. Um, but it doesn't Not seem familiar. as though LSU uh, has one of those. Hmm. Hmm. Well, they should get one. Yeah, it does uh, hurt their chances that they don't have one of those. Yeah, that's tough. You know, when a defense can just kind of sell out on everyone else and let you just go through it because we don't have any, we know that you can't do it. Uh, pretty easy to defend then. So. Yep. So that's kind of led to them losing a lot lately. Um, we, and it's also we, led to Les Miles um, yeah. potentially getting fired, which I. You know, as as much as we don't like LSU on this podcast, um, it really just makes me laugh because what kind of idiots would fire Les Miles? Like, in re- just being realistic here, how delusional do you have to be to fire a guy that practically wins nine games every single year? What are we talking uh, about? Yeah, I, I was talking about this at lunch today, and somebody was saying, you know, it's like Tennessee, they fired... Fulmer for going eight and four, like four or five years in a row or whatever it was. And now like they're cheering to get back to eight and four, 10 years later. Yep. You know, it's like, that's, that's kind of the predicament you put yourself in. It's like the Mark Rick thing. And, you know, eventually you're going to get that way with Hugh Freeze probably. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. We're still a little mess at the end of the day, but it's, it's been said before. If you're firing somebody, you gotta let me know who's coming in. Sure. Yep. You've got to already know, hey, we're getting Jimbo Fisher. But it doesn't make any sense. But things are weird down in Louisiana. And there's only, I think, two if places. If I know in anything in life, it is that things are weird down in Louisiana. <laughs> there's only two places, yep. or three places, I guess, in the SEC where you can go 10 and 2 just about every year and people get mad. It's Alabama, Baton Rouge, and Athens, Georgia. And I will say that I think that it's time for Mark Rick to go. But getting rid of Les Miles is idiotic. He wins 77% of his games. He's the winningest coach in LSU history. He's better than Nick Saban was, and he's won over double the games. And he has the number one recruiting class coming in. And they're just trying to push this guy out the door. Watch what happens to that recruiting class. What do you... It's going to fall apart. People are going to start leaving in Alabama, Ole Miss, Arkansas. They're just licking their chops ready to pick up all of those recruits. Absolutely. Thank you, Freeze likes to fish. Yup. Yep. Yahtzee. Yup. No, and, that, and that's it. I mean, this. I think the Fulmer thing is, is a perfect example where you sit there and you go, okay, well, yeah, man, thank God we're rid of that guy. We're so tired of being mediocre. Oh crap! We're way worse than that now. You Damn know it. where you're like, ah, oh, well, that wasn't what we were looking for. Crap! We're stuck with Derek Dooley now. <laughs> you know, and you just you look up, and all of a sudden you had three years with Derek Dooley, and you're like, oh, damn it! That was a real poor choice we made back there. They have three, I thought they only had one year with Derek. Dooley. No, it was more than that. They, they stuck with him there for a minute, but but it was it, when then all of a sudden now you start bringing back Philip Fulmer. You're like, hey, Phil. You want to come? Uh, hey, remember when you coached? Hey, here? come! You want to come wave to the crowd because we still good. like we still like you, man. You know, Charles I hope everything's cool. Bring me some news. <laughs> you know, and so it's <laughs> just all the paperwork to bring. And if you're Phil Fulmer, you're like, ha ha, you assholes, you little piggly some bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, no, I don't understand why they fired Phil Fulmer, but I I think that this is even more unwarranted. Tennessee had dropped off in recruiting when Fulmer was there. LSU has not. LSU was 
number two in the nation three weeks ago, and we said they passed the eye test, and they're probably the best team in the SEC in the nation. And then they lost three in a row. Then they they and got creamed. I, I would have much rather lost the three like we lost than lose three in a row. Because we lost two in a row last year after starting seven and one, and that is no fun. Oh man. no, it does suck. That's oh, a bad feeling. You're just like, oh well, there we went. Because after hey, the first uh, one, you're like, we're we still got this, all right? We're still we everything's still right in front of us. And then you lose that second one, you're just like, oh. Well, this goes back to this is a grind philosophy that I've had. Right, Devin? Grind, the grind podcast. If you guys are interested, you can listen to some of those older episodes. But one of the we'll philosophies, get some new ones up soon. yeah. So one of the philosophies that I had on the grind was that you can lose games. You can lose games. It doesn't it doesn't hurt you to lose games. Like people get upset. Oh man, we lost. Okay. What you can't do is get embarrassed. And now LSU feels like they just got embarrassed. They did. And they had a, like, it was it's, the they, have, fault, they, have been to, they have been told they have a really good team. So now three weeks ago, they're told, man, you guys can win the national championship. You guys are the best team in the SEC. And literally three weeks later, they're getting blown out by Ole Miss, who has three losses. So you can't really blame the LSU people for being a little frustrated by that situation because that's kind of a confusing situation. That's like a mind pretzel to even be in. And if there's anybody that would probably frustrate the hell out of you, it's probably Les Miles being your head coach in that situation because he probably said something really goofy <laughs> that didn't make a lot of sense and probably just pissed you off love even more. God, I love Les Miles. Me too. I, I don't want to see him go for my own selfish reasons. He's so entertaining. Like, and also, I don't want to see him, him. <laughs> Yeah, and you always know, like, no matter you how good chance. LSU is, like, he'll find a, just like we said last week, there's going to be some sort of, like, fuckery go down where, like, you're going to have a shot. Right. What about that fourth and goal where they pitched it off of Fournette's hands? Oh, my God. Uh, I was walking that, through that the Grove great. at that point. That was a good one. They, they said that was supposed to be a fake pitch, and he just threw it anyway. And so that's oh, why Fournette man. wasn't even looking for it. It just bounces off his face mask. Hey, Dev, you you uh, briefly touched on recruiting for LSU. There were almost 54 and five-star recruits at that game. Yeah, what was it, 45? I can't, yeah, I can't imagine a better statement to make than that. Some recruits. I, I tweeted that out. Great on the, atmosphere. On the grind, I will say, I thought the, the Arkansas game the was louder. And I think probably some of that is just the fact that this game, basically from the first three minutes, wasn't even close. I mean. It's kind of like how we talked about the Auburn game. I, other than that one instance where I thought we fumbled it out of the back of the end zone, uh, I felt like that game was pretty well in hand the whole time. And then, I know y'all weren't at the game, uh, but... Here we go. Uh, I think it was in the somewhere in the third quarter, or maybe coming out of halftime. Or no, 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 excuse me. This was the, this was the original... Um, the original Are You Ready was Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah, and it was one of the more underwhelming uh, "Are You Ready"s I've ever heard. Yeah, they were really mean, trying to pump all, that. They were really the trying to pump ready? that up. Underwhelming, or was the, the response to the "Are You Ready"? Because okay. one of yeah. our one of our friends and and uh, uh, devout listeners, Alan Larson, shout out Alan. He Big shout out. He uh, he tweeted at Ross Bjork last week and threw some shade at him about how they've had some 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 uh, poo poo. Are you ready, people? Lately, so and my father-in-law said, uh, you know, got raw on the bottom of that subtweet and under that tweet and said, you know, basically how we used to have that fighter jet 
you know, the convoy of them coming over the top of the stadium. Well, they had Katy Perry, and then they had two uh, military helicopters come over. So Bjork just so said, Bjork, okay. Bjork was like, here, I will appease my fans. Oh, oh you Okay, you assholes. You. So, hey, big shout Ross Bjork. Yeah, yeah big shout that, was, Bjork. that was pretty cool. Hey, Ross, if you ever want to come on the pod, please come. We love you. I love, Bjork, love on, Bjork on Twitter. If you're not following Ross Bjork on Twitter, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, because he, he responded actually to res- me today. I, he, I, he asked, I asked him if they were going to have a live cam of the North End Zone uh, construction. And he said, "Coming soon," because I check the pav- the pavilion live cam almost every day. Yeah, they they didn't waste any time. They already took down um, the main infrastructure of the North End Zone. It's just the bleachers there right now. Getting after They're it, moving on it. That's good. They got to have it open for next season. Yeah, got to get going. That's uh, Oxford, Mississippi, under construction since eighteen forty eighteen forty eight. Constantly, the town is just not built for what it is at right now. Uh, essentially, just during the time that we started going to school there, that school has doubled in size. I like it, which is really yes. cool, and it speaks a lot Big about the. U- I, I think speaks I will, a lot about the university, but it, the infrastructure is not there. Like the roads are not big enough. But I will say the university and the town of Oxford it's, itself both have done a good job of maintaining like the class of the town and the kind of that southern feel of the town with all the expansions, you know, whether it's like graduate hotel or all the new buildings on campus, everything is, has maintained. It hadn't gotten like a commercial feel to it. It's, it's kind of remained, uh, you know, real quaint and I like it. Yeah. It, it, whenever I go back, it's busier, but it still feels the same. Mm-hmm. And there's more stuff there, but it still feels the same. Right. Uh, the, th- the thing about campus is that it's in, it's encapsulated by Oxford. Yep. And so it, the campus can't get any bigger. There's no more land. And so I'm interested to see what happens as it gets bigger. I want to get on a stump about something that we talked about <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> last week. Stump kids afraid to leave a stump. I wanna, I'm really going to get right. on my soapbox here over this. I told you guys last week how much I hate LSU, and I do hate LSU. I do hate LSU, but I'm about to catch a lot of flack for what I'm about to say right here. Please don't say what I think you're about to say. LSU is number four on my hate list. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought thought he was going to say the opposite. Okay, go on. LSU is number four on my hate list. Wait, can I guess yours in order? Yeah. Arkansas is number one. Wait, are we just doing SEC West? They are all in the SEC West. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh, Arkansas? Arkansas is number one. Arkansas is number one. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to guess after Devin. Okay, you go, Devin. Mississippi State is number two. Okay. I know that you're a closet Alabama fan, but you say that you hate them. I don't say that I hate. I don't don't just say I hate Alabama. Uh, I do hate Alabama. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to change this. Number one, Arkansas. Number two, Auburn. Three, state, LSU, four. Damn it. Okay. Okay, and that's what's, that's is, what, is that what you were going to go with? I was going to say the exact same thing. I might put them. State on top and then go Arkansas-Auburn. Okay, this is, this is the hate list. And as far as I'm concerned, every Ole Miss fan that puts LSU number one on the hate list, it, you're, just, you're being an asshole. You really are. You're being an asshole in 2015. Because if it was LSU not be a different story. Like, don't get me wrong. LSU sees this as a rivalry game. They don't see it as that big of a rivalry game. It's not that big of a deal to them. Like, to them, playing Alabama is a rivalry game. Playing Florida is a rivalry game. They hate those teams. However, they don't hate Ole Miss nearly as much as Ole Miss fans pretend to hate LSU and talk about that. I don't know, though. 
Not so fast, my friend. I was <laughs> I was watching SEC Nation or SEC Network. It wasn't SEC Nation. It was some SEC Network show the other day. And Booger McFarland, who played for LSU, it was before the LSU Arkansas game last week, and he was say, they were talking about the Battle of the Boot or whatever that rivalry is called, yeah. and he said. Arkansas fans care way more about this rivalry. Ole Miss is LSU's big rivalry. Ole Miss and Alabama and Auburn. But he put us first with like a pause after Ole Miss. And I like and then he was like and then he was like, Oh crap, we gotta talk about Alabama and Auburn. Yeah, catch but, which I, I like that, like hearing that. But I agree with Tommy. But like, like I said, like calling this the Magnolia Bowl all of a sudden, just like yeah. deciding that that's it's a like thing. a pseudo rivalry. I don't See, know. But I, that I just feel seems like it needed a name. Like cause I did feel like it, I do feel like it is a good rivalry. Yeah, it's a good rivalry, and you just and know honestly, it's going to be a competitive it's a good, game. And I it's mean, a you good name. Name them, it's, you've got to name them at some point. Yeah, it's a good name. I, 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 <laughs> I don't mean, even hate on the they name. They had to do it with the Egg Bowl. At some point, you got to go. Hey, we need a name for this. Right, I get it, and so I don't even hate on the name. I really don't. I just think it's the whole name. thing is kind of cheesy, and to me, it's always seemed a little forced. Like, I hate LSU. Don't get me wrong. I do. I hate LSU. But I guess maybe in my own life, I don't have nearly the hate built up for LSU that maybe some people that are older than me do. I just don't. It's not there for me. So when I rank my four that I oh, hate. Here comes stuff. You ready? Number yeah, number four is LSU. Oh, he's going backwards to keep the suspense going. All right. This is a journalism trick right, right here, okay. guys. You guys number are going to catch up eventually. Number four is LSU. Hold on. Number number three is Auburn. Oh, oh yes! And I no, no, hate no, wait, you had to say Auburn. And here's the thing. There is a big gap for me between number four and number three. Big gap. Big no, jump big right game. there between those two. All right. Think all right, of all the two. hatred all that you have for Auburn, just like just us personally all, in our all, lives. All from the 2014 game. Right. Just, yeah, just that's that the thing. I didn't, I didn't hate Auburn. I liked Auburn before last year. Oh, I, I, hate, hate. I hated Auburn before right, that. Yeah. That's right. a lucky Auburn team, too, and I hate them. Right, number two is Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas is number two, and I hate Arkansas, and I really hate them now. I mean, I really hate them now, especially after this year. Clay Hall and I talked about this today at lunch. Do you hate Brett Bielema or Dan Mullen more? Oh, Dan I Mullen. Hate, I, I, I loathe Dan Mullen. I have a lot of disdain for Burt, but that's just because we can't beat him. And this, this brings me to the number one, which is Mississippi State. And this is all I'm going to say to all Ole Miss fans. This is my plea to Ole Miss fans. Hey, 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 Hates us. Isn't that funny? That's so funny. They think it's a rivalry. What are you talking about? It is a rivalry. Yeah, it's a rivalry. And they're they're like, oh, well, we're much too sophisticated to hate Mississippi State. That's why we hate LSU. They're an agriculture school. (laughs) They're a land grant school that wears maroon (laughs) and white. They weren't even granted university status until 1958. Do you know how much of a pretentious (laughs) ass bag you sound like when you say things? Like, like it's unbelievable. And I hear that all the time. It's not. 
like we joke about it, but people act like that all the time where they go, Oh, I don't really even hate Mississippi State. <laughs> Why do we do these little for people that can't see? We're, yeah, they're doing like, we're doing like little things. cigarettes. Cigarettes. I'm assuming, they're the, I'm assuming they're the Corella DeVille ones that have a little plastic <laughs> thing because we're we're too formal to put the cigarettes on our lips. Yeah. I don't, yes. I don't yes. I think that's so, so competitive down there. I don't like the filter residue on my lips, so I have to use... It's just, oh, am, I, am I alone that I've no, 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 no. You're, from you're, a lot of people? No, you're exactly right. And Devin and I were talking about this. It's like, if it was 2008 or 2009, uh, I just don't feel like that was a competitive enough. Even though we've we've lived together side by side for all these years, but it's like, you never were that competitive, really. And neither of us were really good enough to See, care. I don't, I don't believe that because I saw some really good egg bowls when I was younger hey, and stuff hey, like can that. Can you sit closer? When Jackie I can't Sherrill, see either one of you. Like, so when Jackie Sherrill was the coach, like, I mean, there were, some good, there were some good rivalry games during that era where Ole Miss won some and Mississippi State won some. There were some good rivalry games during that, that time, kind well, of early 2000s, I can only speak for myself, and I just, for whatever reason, didn't put that much stock into that game. And maybe I should have. But ever since Dan Mullen has been there, this this is what I'm talking about. They, so that rivalry yeah, game, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what happened. This is what happened. I'm gonna break it down for everybody, and I'm gonna give you really good reasons I'm to hate getting, this team and especially pressure. this man. All right, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss was a rivalry for a very long time, but I really believe that it was a much more civil rivalry than it has become over the last. How many years has Dan Mullen been the head coach? Since 2008. 2008, 2009. Okay. When Dan Mullen got hired at Mississippi State, he essentially took as his, like, creed for the university, more than anything else, we're going to hate the shit out of Ole Miss. Yep. That's what we're going to do. More than anything else in the whole world, we're just going to hate Ole Miss. And really, that became like a rallying cry for like all Mississippi State fans. And they love that shit. They, they do. really do. They love the idea Hold to on. just hate they, Ole Miss. They literally put on their baseball jerseys, fuck the school up north. That's true. That's a thing. No one talks about this anymore. <laughs> that is one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen on a rivalry. And I'm so glad that they did it. But see, this is what infuriates me so much, Devin, is this kind of stuff. Like, I get that he appeals to the lowest common denominator, which is like 90% of their fan base. And they that's, really are. And that's fine. That It pisses me off that they're the kind of people that love to beat their chest when they haven't done anything. But they do things in a university official capacity that you're like, so someone who works for this university and makes like hundreds of thousands of dollars was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Like the, this is our state thing. Oh, they God, put a fucking billboard nuts. in Oxford that said, hey, just this put is the our fuck state upside down and no one will read it on the, on the it's like, uniform. You've won this game one time in the last three years or whatever it was like, or at the very least you've won this game 30% of the time throughout the course of the rivalry. How is it your state? That doesn't even make any sense. And to add yep. on to that, my one of the partners at my firm is a state fan. So two year or last year, when they went on their big run and they're nine and zero or ten and zero or whatever, there's the, she has this huge poster, like two by four poster that's on her on her door that says, "This is our nation," and the is is the fifteen on Dak's jersey. Okay, 
They love Dak. That's what, these people. Lo- love him. And then it's I mean, got. They think he's a god. It's got little like newspaper clippings where she clipped them out of newspapers and stuck them on there. And it's like stuff about them beating Ole Miss and Alabama. And I'm like, you didn't beat either of us last year. And you know what? The thing is still up, Devin. Still up. They haven't beat us in football, baseball, or basketball since in a calendar year. in the calendar year so that's the problem that i so see. how is it your nation if it isn't even your state anymore that, that's why i am so like frustrated and confused with the whole thing because like you have a team down there and an entire city and an entire fan base i guess you that is that is doing nothing but just stewing and just hating you <sighs> and just hate 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 and then the old miss fans that i talk to sit there and go oh yeah it's not that big of a deal what are you talking about? It's not that big of a deal. They're in your state. They're in your state. You won't even hate them back? Like, oh, well, we're too good to acknowledge that. No. Embrace this. Embrace the hatred. Oh, I fully embraced it Just now. Just embrace it. And so, like, what has changed in this rivalry? Just bitterness from both sides. It really is. One of the best stories I've heard. There was a, there was a kicker down there. I went down to the beach one time with old Debo, Ryan DeBickus. Big shout, Debo. <laughs> And I so remember you guys he had, going on he, had he had he had a kicker friend down there um, that uh, he was what he was, used to be the kicker for Mississippi State and I asked him I was like man so you know so what changed when uh, when Mullen took over he said he made the rivalry week with Ole Miss that was like the priority he like would hang up stuff about Ole Miss every single week throughout the entire season and then when it came down to Egg Bowl week. He like put pictures of a player in each person's locker, like the person they were supposed to hate for that week. And he put like things in the urine, things in the urinals, like Ole Miss, like in the urinals, like the urinals of somebody. They, is that why Ole Piss made such a comeback? Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Like they were like that's Urinal what I'm saying. Cakes. Like it was you like straight up hate Ole Miss more than anything else in the world. And so this whole like concept and the culture that they have created down there is based off hating you. And if you have somebody that that's all they do is hate you, and then you as a fan go, eh, I don't really hate them back. It's all right. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? What are you talking about? Of course we hate them back. And we're fighting over the same recruits. And we're fighting over the same things. Why wouldn't you hate them? While we're on this, I want to say this, okay? Because this is the perfect thing to say, all right? This was a Texas A&M fan, and I don't even know what message board this was on, but this was the week A&M and State were to play, and this is what he said. And when I get done, we can be done with this conversation. Sure. Mississippi State is the most forgettable team in the SEC. Your mascot is a bulldog, which is bland and popular enough to be considered overused and boring, but... Unlike the Tiger or Wildcat, not quite bland and popular enough to be notably overused and boring. Your best season in in recent memory culminated in a blowout loss to Georgia Tech, and your quarterback, possibly your best player ever, couldn't even win a September Heisman. You're not historically great like Alabama, Auburn, Florida, LSU, or Georgia. You're not smart like Vanderbilt. You're not good at basketball like Kentucky. You do not provide your fans with devastating heartbreak like Tennessee, and you do not have nationally vilified coaches like Arkansas. You're not as exciting as Texas A&M. You don't win your division like Missouri, and your in-state rival is far more interesting despite also being from Mississippi. (laughs) You're not even historically terrible like South Carolina. While Mississippi State is average compared to the rest of the conference, they are also not unique. They're an agricultural land-grant school that wears maroon. Does that sound familiar? Did Jackie Sherrill coach there? Yes, he did. 
Do they wear Adidas uniforms with matte helmets and shoulder stripes? Also, yes. Mississippi State is, to use a technical term, a copycat. Mississippi State is what you would get if you took Texas A&M, stripped it of the tradition, history, atmosphere, and spirit that makes it interesting and unique, and put it in a location that makes College Station look like John Withrop's proverbial college shining city upon a hill, and then added cowbells. I mean, they nailed it. That's like all that needs to be said. It's great. I, I didn't even get to talk. I hate Mississippi State. I hate them. I, I just think that's the, the whole thing, though, is that yeah. they have never no. offered anything unique no. at all. They, like, they, they have to piggyback onto other people's ideas. And like literally the only thing that makes them unique is to- what Tommy said. They just hate the shit out of Ole Miss. I mean, they're, a lot of their fans would rather us both lose in a weekend so that we can lose rather than both win. I don't. They get just as much joy out of us losing. If you're an Ole Miss fan that last year was excited for Mississippi State or felt good for them at all, you need to remove all of your Ole Miss belongings because you are not a fan. Because here's the main thing I don't want them to succeed because I don't like their fans, and that includes a lot of my family members. Don't I like them as people, but hate them as fans. All All of this boils down to we're going over the same recruits and i want to i want to put it this way okay lsu is very very good because lsu has no in-state rival when it comes to recruiting tennessee has no in-state rival when it when it comes to recruiting arkansas has no in-state rival georgia dominates georgia tech okay and florida is in florida and they just have all the recruits so it's okay the only other state in the SEC with SEC members that splits is Alabama and Auburn, two programs who have a lot of history, okay? Ole Miss and Mississippi State don't have that kind of clout, but if you take the top half of Mississippi State's roster and combine it with the top half of Ole Miss's roster, you're looking at a team that would compete for the SEC championship on a frequent basis. So if the worse that they do in recruiting, the better that we do. If we win the state of Mississippi, go look how many NFL players are from Mississippi. It's the highest of any state per capita. There's a lot of talent that comes from the state. And if you can take, instead of going, hey, we're splitting this 50-50, and now I'm taking 90 and you're taking 10, then the program that Ole Miss has is going to elevate to another level. So I hope Mississippi State goes 0 and 12 every year that they play football at that university. Absolutely. That's why I can't stand it. Like this idea that somebody comes up to you and goes, "Oh no, it's good." You know, I mean, I think it's really good, you know, for the SEC or for the state of Mississippi that Mississippi State's doing well. I want them to lose at everything. I want you them think to Tennessee lose every single game. You think Tennessee roots for Vandy? You think they want them to be good? When they're taking all the talent out of Nashville? Yeah, you think no. Alabama roots for Auburn? Hey, what if what if we have Robert Kimdichie and Chris Jones? That's a pretty what good defensive we, line. Yeah. What if we had the best players on State's offensive line, Dylan Day stomping ass? He doesn't go there anymore. I know. Not anymore. We could have had both of the Lawrences. And any time that I can associate myself more with Cam Lawrence, I'm going to take that off. Love those He's guys. a beautiful man. Shout out Cam and Addison. They're not listening, big, obviously, but big shout. But if you were, 
But yeah, right, no, I, I'm with you. I hate Mississippi State. I'm with and you. So I, I hope that they always do terribly. See, I've and never, that's, that's I've the never thing for is, them in any game. And that's the point that I was trying to get to with my rankings earlier was that LSU I hate, but like when LSU wins a game, that doesn't make me mad. Like when yeah. Auburn or Arkansas or especially Mississippi State wins a game, like Mississippi State beat Arkansas and that pissed me off. Yeah, me too. And I don't even hey, know I, why it I pissed me a, off because I, I hate them Arkansas both. I took second half and won that bet. So, But when Mississippi State beat Arkansas, like I knew that somehow they were going to talk shit about it <laughs> to you. To to us somehow and they did and they did and, they did. and now so now like, here we, we are even playing that game. What do you? Yeah, right. Yeah, to me, like, just like we play yeah, a take that Tommy game. Yeah, right. yeah, and you won fifty one to fifty. It's not like you killed them. In fairness, we lost fifty three fifty two. Man, that's some bad defense. So okay. <sighs> projecting to, projecting to the Mississippi State game here. Take what is, that over, folks. Take the over. <laughs> Whatever it is, There's hammer not it. Be any defense. Um. All right, are we gonna get on to predictions? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, I think that I think that we're going to win, and I think we're gonna win by like about ten. And I think that it's gonna be a really close game early, but I think we're gonna win by about ten. I think that uh, all of the seniors that are leaving, all of the juniors that are gonna be leaving, I think that they want to make a mark, and they don't want to leave as the team that lost to Mississippi State two out of three years. And I think that this means something. And depending on what happens down in Auburn, you never know that this could mean a lot. So I don't think they're going to take that lightly. Those guys don't want to go out that way. I can tell you right now, Laquan Treadwell is not counting on his last game in the SEC being a loss. And so I think that they're going to come out. I think that we have a really big advantage at wide receiver. And I think that we win somewhere around 34-24. And I think that Dak has a good game, but ultimately uh, throws it to his lineman and we pick it off, something like that. I think I think it's easy to predict this game for a couple reasons. One, um, every time... I feel like you're going to go so negative. No, here. no, no. Like, <laughs> but Every time we've played a competent quarterback, we've gotten shredded. And Dak is a very competent quarterback. I mean, you say what you want about the guy, but he's one of the best college football players of the last four or five, maybe ten years. I mean, he's a special talent. What are you making that fight? Well, that was a bit of a reach, but but he's a good player. I mean... He's he's one of the better players in the SEC. He's one of the better players in the SEC. He is. I'm going to give the guy credit. He's a good player. He's a really good, really good player. I think dude's a really good player. I'd take swag over Dak. Me too. Absolutely. Because Swag's the best player in the SEC. Yeah, besides Laquan. Anyways, so what I'm saying is, you know, we're not going to stop them throwing. We're we're not going to stop them throwing the ball. We haven't proven that we can stop anybody from throwing the ball. And they and he put up 500 yards against an Arkansas team that we did the same thing against. So I think it's going to be more the same there. And our offense, man, is starting to click right now. And I don't think they're going to be able to stop us. But like you said, I think we have a bigger advantage at wide receiver than they have at wide receiver. And I think Dak is their only option running the ball. And we have Chad has shown the last couple of weeks that he can run the ball. And 
uh akeem judd man he was great last week and if we continue to give him those kind of touches we're gonna you know people are just gonna have a hard time stopping it so i think the biggest thing this comes down to is if chad can continue to not throw picks because he hadn't he hadn't turned the ball over knock on wood in the last two weeks and i think if we can continue to do that i say either 38 31 41 31 somewhere in there i, th- I mean i think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game but I, I think we win by by seven or ten or eight somewhere in there all right i think we lose i'm gonna be that guy Fuck. i think we lose i do uh, i think dak prescott didn't even warned me for that i think dak, dak prescott <laughs> lube me um, up first tommy i know i think dak <laughs> like prescott to be what he wants to be at mississippi state which is like this legendary thing which he, he's practically there, but you're not going to be as legendary as you could be if you beat Ole Miss two out of three years. And so that's what's on the line for Dak. And, and all I'm saying is I feel like there's more on the line for them than there is for us. And anytime I see that in a football team, I always worry a little bit. And I always worry that they hate us a little more than we hate them. I just right, so always worry about this game. We're playing it down in Mississippi State. They are going to be lathered up for this game. Gross. It's not going to be pretty down there, and it's probably going to be gross this weekend, too. And I don't think that helps us out either. So I do think this is going to be a shootout. I think you're going to see some plays get made. Um, I think Chad turns the ball over a couple times. Unfortunately, I do. I think he's he's going to turn the ball over a couple times. I don't mean just throwing throwing picks. I mean, this could be like a fumble or something like that, some miscues there. Um, I think this game could be – it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be something like 38 Thirty-eight, thirty-one. Them is what I see it going. Something like that. Mm. I just, I, I, I just really believe that this is the Dak. It's going to be the Dak Prescott show. What's the line, Dev? Like two and a half? I haven't even checked. Um, let me check. Here, here's my thing. Um, I think that we're going to get up for this game, and since I think we're going to get up for this game, I think it's uh, we're favored by one. Ooh. Mm. Um, Once again, no way I touch it. There's no way. No. But see, like, uh, you know, it's you it, it come- hold on, hold on, hold on. I think uh, that this comes down uh, to talent. Uh, and I think that we're more talented yes. at more positions than they are. Yes. Because I think I think that we're gonna be able to match that passion and that energy. But for whatever I mean, reason for whatever reason We don't play well in Startville. You're not But they wrong. don't play well in Oxford. For whatever reason, the home team just feeds so much off of that crowd energy, and it looks like the other team. Hey, 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 hey! It looks hate, like hate. the other team just like doesn't want to be there. No, they don't. That's what it looks like last year and two years ago for, in Oxford, and that's what it looked like, or three years ago, and that's what it looked like the, two the years best, ago. The best Starford. way I can think to describe this is the the crowds in these games on both sides. I'm talking like even the fans that make the trip, you know, either way as part of the visitors and everything. There is so much just bite to the crowd in these Contempt. games now. Just exactly, just it's like, anger. It's like we will it's not so lose heavy. this game. Yeah, it's it's. There's so much weight. Like every time you watch one of these games, I feel like you can feel it even on TV. It just like there's just like this air sitting over the game where you just go. I know that every play here matters because. Yeah. Whatever way the crowd goes, that's what way the game's going to go. When we beat the crap out of them, Hugh Freeze's first year. That was awesome. That was awesome. I, I didn't rush the field. I just sat. I, I stood with you, didn't I, Jordan? Uh, 
I don't. I think I was. I think I know it was with Mitch and Clay. I could, probably then. Yeah. 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 That that and, that and was probably the, the most, we, maybe not the most impressive win based off of records, but as far as just satisfying wins, because that was right after all the stuff had gone down with Dan Mullen and Hugh Freeze era and all that stuff. I mean, uh, Houston Nut era, and it's like I felt like we had been kicked while we were down the whole time, which goes back yeah. to Hayton State. It's like they picked the lowest point in almost recent history to like jump on our shoulders and call themselves tall. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, For us to come back with that kind of passion and just beat their dicks in with the feed Moncrief stuff. I mean, that was one oh, of the Moncrief greatest, just went that was one of the greatest that nights. That place was electric. Oh, no, the, that, Man, there was a party, that was like party like, atmosphere. You know, there that, that was really 2012. Was. So, the seniors that were freshmen that year, they have the they have the chance to go three and one against state. Yeah, and these juniors have a chance to go two and. And all, you all know, you know, guy... CJ, CJ cares oh, more about him. this game than yeah. anybody. Yeah, he hates well, him. he's gonna have to have a game because I'm I mean, hoping, it's, it's gonna be the Dak Prescott show, and you know it is. And Mullen wants it to be that way. What if he's it's the pro- Chad Kelly show? It, it could Swag be because out. look, Swag's from Buffalo, New York. He doesn't give two shits about those, and, those and mouth breathers. And, and, he's and just that's gonna go I'm down saying. there and shred them up. I think. Yeah. I think this is one of those things where it's like, well, you gonna you gonna learn today, where it's like you're gonna find out how much they hate Ole Miss today, and, and yeah. that's I, that's all I'm saying. I I just think that there is. This is getting played down there. I think worried. that plays a big factor. Hey, hey, Chad loves the stage. Go look at Tuscaloosa. We'll see. He walked. He walked up in Brian Denny and just let him. Hey, God, I love that guy. We'll see. Can uh, this hey, just be called uh, the real, Swag Podcast? So, me and Jordan think that's going to be a close win for the Rebs. Tommy thinks it's going to be a close win for State. I do want to touch on real quick. What do you guys think the odds are that Auburn pulls a huge upset against Alabama? Zero percent. Not- Zero percent. Ten ten percent. Okay. 10%. I'm not writing it completely off. It is Alabama Auburn. There's, you know, it's weird stuff that That's happens. A but but team. but there's there as far as I'm concerned, there's basically no way that happens. Nick Saban has oh, Alabama struggles against dual threat quarterbacks. That's again th- I got there, mad about what, what, what about what about a, what about a no threat quarterback? What about a zero threat quarterback? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked, is all I'm gonna say. I would be shocked. Would be, they have one quarterback who is immobile, and then they have another quarterback who is essentially a wildcat quarterback and a slow one at that. Yeah. Hey, Alabama did something that I didn't I don't know if I've seen Al out of Alabama. Isn't their center's name Ryan Kelly? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Correct. He said today... No relation whenever, to Swag Kelly. No no relation. Swag is a different species. Um, the guy said in the paper, they asked, you know, are you guys worried about Carl Lawson? And Ryan Kelly said, I don't know who that is. Oh. And that's one of the first times that I can remember Alabama oh. anybody any bulletin board material. Because Carl Lawson is one of the top 15 players in the SEC. That guy is good. You don't want to piss him off. It's at Auburn. This is the college football rivalry. Like, they made a documentary about this rivalry. Well, they've also made yep. documentaries about Ohio State, Michigan. But, yeah, no. Yeah. It's, and, it's, for okay, anybody so the south of Kentucky, yeah, this is the one. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Iron Which Bowl. is all that matters. That's all and that matters Gus anyway. has beaten Nick Saban before. Look, okay. Devin, you're, you're pleading your I'm, case to a couple of guys that already gave you an answer. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just. Can I not give my opinion? No, no. I just think that I think that either way, this is going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. 
Very rarely do you see a blowout in the Iron Bowl. You're going to see one in the Iron Bowl. I agree. You're going to see you're going to see a two tu- <laughs> two touchdown gap minimum. Minimum, I think, mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. But hey, we are well, all in agreement hey, that the Egg Bowl is going to be one of those slobber knockers. One for the ages. You're going to want to watch that game. We might not want to watch no, it. No, I'm not going to enjoy it. I guarantee an entertaining football game. Hey, but we're rooting for Auburn, right? Oh, of course. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, but I'm I not going to so. be upset if they win. Let me put it that way. If they win and we win, there's uh, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Auburn. 100%. Although we already discussed this, if they yeah, win, we have is, we have no shot. Oh, zero zero percent chance of winning. No, when you said 38, 31 in state, it's going to be about thirty eight to three. Yeah, if yeah. Vegas if Vegas has any sense at all, they're going to be waiting for the very end of that Auburn Alabama game with a with their finger on the button, and it's going to go uh, from a one point favorite Ole Miss to like a fifty point favorite state. Oh, I'm going to take state money line if Auburn wins. Because either I'm going to make some money, or Ole Miss is going to Atlanta. That's the best the thing about betting ever. against Ole Miss is like if you lose, at least at least I, I won some money out of it. And if we if we win the bet, or if you lose the bet, then you're like, I would pay a hundred dollars or whatever I put on it to watch <laughs> Ole Miss win. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like if but I here's the thing, literally, you can only do it with no, your favorite. Literally, if someone was there- like, you can buy an Ole Miss win. You would pay at least a hundred dollars oh, yeah. every single game. That's what I spend on a ticket. Exactly. Would you not? What? What? Oh, what's, let's talk about yeah. this. What's the highest number for all twelve games or all fifteen games to win a national championship? What would what? Oh, what boy. would you feasibly pay? Money being oh. what it is right now. Well, where I'm at in my life, like with your bills and your financial situation. Essentially, what you're asking me is, what would I pay to go to the national championship? Because that's where it would all end up. I would pay. I would drop fifteen hundred dollars on the national championship. No problem. Wait. So I, you're pay. You're paying a hundred dollars a game. Uh, yeah, hundred dollars a game. I'd I'd pay three grand. Essentially, I would. I'd pay three grand. I'd I'd pay that much to go. Two hundred. Well, here's what I'd do, Tommy. First, I'd catch a sixty-eight dollar flight on Spirit Airlines out to Vegas. Take my fifteen hundred. Put it on black. Right. Spin that wheel, and then take my three grand, and then I'll go. Isn't right. that the crazy thing about casinos? I live like ten minutes from a casino, and and Tommy lives in Vegas. The idea, like I we were thirty minutes. From we a had. Casino. I was doing something. I can't even remember what it was at this point. It was back in the summer, and I had like seven hundred dollars cash, and I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that I, there's a place ten minutes from my house <laughs> where I can drive, and I could take those seven hundred dollars. And set them in there and say changing seven hundred, and then they could and they wouldn't bat an eye. And I could say put that on red, and there's like almost a fifty fifty shot that I'm gonna either double my money or have zero of it. it Every time that I leave a casino, isn't that I just a crazy money. thing? That is I a take crazy some money. thing. Like I should I start taking my paycheck every week and just take it right there and be like, all right, well. Chances are, even if I lose next week or you know next uh, paycheck, I'm going to double it. So, so we should be good here. We should be even yeah. with this until you lose Here's... like seven in a row, right? So, would you would you go red or black? Because you can't change it every oh, time. Oh, red! You just have to go red, obviously. Black. I go black too. I go red for the ribs. God, you'd be so oh, poor so that's... quick. Yeah, that's good. Red for the ribs. Red's my favorite color too. Black for what they've done to my heart. No kidding. Let's wrap this baby up. Thanks for listening yeah. to the podcast, guys. Uh, make sure you're following us on uh, iTunes and also on Twitter at the Pod of the South or no Pod of the South on Twitter. No, no, no the, the no the just, just, pod, just of the pod of the South. South. Make sure you send us some questions for next week. 
I'm going to be kind of wrapping up the SEC season here. So then we'll start talking about uh, bowl predictions and all that kind of stuff and really where our emotional state is following a a Mississippi State game that we all think is just going to be an absolute bloodbath. And the Basket Bears. And the Basket Bears. God, don't get me started on Andy Kennedy. Right? We'll go down that road another day. I'm Tommy Joe Martins. He's Devin Murray. I'm sitting alongside Jordan Bell. Thanks for listening along to the Pod of the South. We'll catch you guys next week after the state Howdy game. Howdy, Howdy, Howdy. Ooh. Just sheds two. Ooh, blocks. yeah. What is that? Nothing. Showing old Bobby. Ole Miss old offense. Bobby. Passing yards per game, total yards per game, and points per game. First, first, first in SEC. Okay. Hey. This is. This is a this is it. Okay. I'm crumpling this money so that everyone can hear this. I'm handing Jordan Bell twelve American twelve dollars. American dollars for the bet that we made on the LSU game that <laughs> Leonard Fournette's gold brickin' ass would get 150 yards rushing and he came up about forty two yards short. Mm-hmm. Let, you, it, you, let it let let it be known that he had over 150 total yards. That wasn't the bet. But that was not the bet. Hey, uh, he owed me bet. twenty, but he bought my Taco Bell. I bought Taco oh, Bell. This this guy really say, went like, savage. Did you bet twelve dollars? No, he like, got, he just went you? savage. On you owe me thirty five cents. You it was only a de- spent eight dollars Taco Bell. I would have spent the whole twenty. Uh, he got after it pretty good because I only spent like five bucks. I would just get two family dinner combo boxes. Yeah, so that was the other eight. There was in was in I Mexican food combos. Yeah, he did. He really did. He got he got an assortment. But we are now settled. The bet is settled. I lost. Jordan won. Jordan's yeah. a winner. Hey, I got a real quick question before we start. Okay. Um, what is the tone of this going to be? Is it going to be, yay, we this... beat LSU, or, oh, my God, I can't believe we lost to Arkansas and we blew ourselves the chance at this. We're going to let that determine. We've already determine. been through that. That's okay. going to be determined. We're going to okay. figure it out. I don't. I there's no way that I can't come back to that after every sentence. First just, things first. Just know that. Just know that I'm going to be furious with you at some point in this pod. Jordan, I want you to bring it on because I think I want to hear your side of the story, and I, I honestly don't understand what you got mad about this morning. Because I get mad about about your just just idiocy like yeah. constantly. Yeah. I, you just okay. you, you know who you're the I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the text messages. That's fine. But you're and the I, you're the Danny Cannell of Ole Miss Sports Podcast. Stop it. You Get like off. have to create even if you know that you it's the incorrect shit. opinion, you have to create the opinion that's gonna get the most buzz. No, so you I say don't. some dumbass statement just so people will be like, no uh, Devin, and then you can talk about no, it for ten that's minutes. Not everything that I say, I believe. You're going You skip. honestly believe. That if we would have beaten Arkansas, save it. Hey, save it. We're gonna talk about I'm this about on the pod because I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear it for the first time. I swear to God, Jordan, we're gonna talk like, about I'm, it on the pod. We're gonna like, talk about I it on the pod. I just cleaned up my room and I'm going to Ooh, tear I'm it so to mad. pieces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we ready to get going? Is the audio coming up? Okay, I guess it is. All right, let's let's bring this let's bring this daddy hey, up. Hey, oh, never mind. We only have two tracks. This that's fine. Never mind. Let's go. Let's go hard in the paint. All right, we ready to get going here? Yep. We don't even have to sit this close to this. Thing. No, we I think it's no. It actually picks it up pretty good. Yeah. I want you two to kiss. <laughs> yeah, we're I gonna lean you, in on accident. Like I want we're you to lean in. in. Like, Na- I have a point to make. Now I want. Switch. Now I want you two to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? Joe Dirt? No. Oh. Road trip. Road trip. Tom Green. Mm. 
That's a throwback. I saw Euro Trip. I remember hearing how funny that movie was, and I never saw it. And then I was in South Dakota at field school for geology one summer. Don't we care. We were sitting around, and this movie comes on, and it's awful. And we sit, and we watch like an hour and a half of it, because there's nothing else It was on. so awful that you just had to watch it for an hour. Well, I was playing pool, and it was just on. And finally, I went... This is the worst movie ever. What is this? And someone went Euro Trip. And I was like, that's the movie that everyone thought was so funny. That's one of the worst comedies I've ever seen in my entire life. Besides and Anchorman that's when Devin, And then that's when Devin became pretentious. Was that moment. Yep. It was, that, it was the, during Euro Trip. Yep. And then I ashed my hand-rolled cigarette with a tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. I, and I poo-pooed took, their entire reputation of Europe. The Apache pouch or whatever it is. Jesus Man, Christ. Man, how cool were those Italians that we hung out with that did that, though, for real? Well, yeah, they're European. They can actually get away with it. Eurotrip. Antonello and Marco and them. Yeah. And Leo. Yep. They'd roll their own cigarettes, Jordan. It was Leonardo. So cool. Don't cool. That. Okay, we ready to go? Yeah, my roommate is downstairs hitting the punching bag, so if there's a, a beat <laughs> going on, that's what that is. <laughs> Are you, are you kidding me? Oh. Nope. That's a Come real on. thing. What's this amateur hour? He's hitting the speed back, man. He's got a he's, he's got a tra- speed back. He's got a train for life. He got hit by a car the other day at work. What's that gonna do with punching a speed bag? Bro, you punch long enough you can deflect that car just a little bit. Like you would punch the car out of the way? Right. You're gonna go high on the car? I mean, if you only need to move, car's like an got pretty inch. good low defense, you know, with the bumper and the hood. What if you I would have, think you should be doing some box to... jumps so you could jump over the car? No, we'll see what punching's going to do for it. He, he's got hops, Jordan. Oh, I could jump over a car. A moving. Do you know Stephen? You want to bet twenty a... bucks? <laughs> no. Do you know Stephen Moody has a forty-seven inch vertical? I thought it was Stefan Moody. We're going to need to get better at basketball as this year progresses. I don't even need to get a lot better. I don't even care. Hunter Mitchell is the most delusional person in the world. He says says the guy that thinks we're going to, we should have gone to Atlanta if we'd have beat Arkansas. Well, well that would have happened, but that doesn't mean that we would have gone to the national championship. Yeah, that yeah. We had gone to Atlanta. He says we're going to Atlanta. Hey, all right. Save it for the pod. Let's go. Okay. It's the pod. Yeah. Hello, grinders. Hello, grinders.